Yes, you already know what it is. One time for the one time, you know where you have reached. The number one up-and-coming professional wrestling podcast anywhere in the world. I am your host, Sean Hubbard. And this is your favorite destination for everything that is the best in professional wrestling, boxing, and mixed martial arts. This is the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Podcast. We are about to roll into March of 2020. I can't believe it. And we are so happy to be with you on this leap year, February 29th. We are on fire right now. We're going to have another big time episode coming up right here and right now. I'm about to sound off on a lot of controversial things that have been happening in WWE over the past, I don't know, 14 days or so. And we're going to make it happened right here and now. But before I talk to y'all about that, I got to talk to y'all about this. Hoskraya.com. They're revolutionizing everything that it takes to make sure that your business pops on the internet. I'm talking about web development, web platforming, and the whole nine yards. Make sure you check out my good friend Alex and their staff at Hoskraya.com to make sure your business shows itself to be the best it possibly can be on the internet. That's H-A-A-S. C-R-E-A dot com. That's Hoskraya dot com. Because we love tech. Yeah, man. We're back once again with another episode of the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Podcast. Shout out to everybody out there listening right now. Like I said, man, February 29th. It's a leap year. Going into March tomorrow. It's crazy how the year is already flying by. We are in 2020 and we are rolling right now. With the best podcast in the world, the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Podcast, as we talk about the very best in combat sports. And I want to really dive in right now, man. You know, um, I've had a lot of wonderful guests on my show, but I want to do this one by myself because I just got to clear my chest, or I should say get this off my chest. I don't know if you guys remember, hopefully you do. If you if you don't remember, go back into the archives back in October of 2019, where I did this show regarding Kofi Kingston, Brock Lesnar, and the WWE title situation from the debut of SmackDown on Fox. I was very upset about how Kofi Kingston was treated. And obviously, I'm not going to be as passionate about what I'm about to talk about now as that, because I thought the Kofi Kingston situation was a travesty of justice, how they disrespected that man who's going to be a future Hall of Famer. But even so, I may not be as passionate about what I'm about to talk about, but there's still a lot of passion, a lot of drive, a lot of energy about this because I'm telling you there's some things going on in WWE I just do not understand and we're going to get right into it man um let's talk first and foremost about a couple weeks ago the announcement of the Bella Twins the Bella Twins going into the WWE Hall of Fame I I don't I don't know look I want I want to make sure I say this in a way where I don't disrespect anyone but I, I'm also going to keep it 100 and be honest about it the situation top to bottom. The Bella Twins do not deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Some people may think they do. I don't. And if they do deserve to be in the Hall of Fame, there are certainly those outside of them that deserve to be in the Hall of Fame before they do. You know, there's wrestlers like Victoria, the former women's champion. There's wrestlers like AJ Lee, now, you may say, well, there's a reason why AJ Lee might not be in. Well, you know what? Let's not be jerks about this thing. Like, if CM Punk is back in the company one way or another. He may not be back in the company full-fledged, but he works for Fox. He does WWE backstage. 
So I'm sure if you gave AJ Lee the nod to go into the Hall of Fame, she would accept the invitation. So give me a break about that. The Bella Twins, to me, the Bella Twins were not not that good in the ring. I mean, they've improved over the years. I have a lot. I have a lot more respect for Bree than I do Nikki. I, I just think Nikki uh, didn't do as well as as Bree as it pertains to natural in ring skills. That may be a controversial or uh i don't know somebody might think that i'm way off base here but i just don't think the bella twins deserve to be in the hall of fame um obviously daniel bryan is a hall of fame talent john cena will be a first ballot hall of famer i'm talking about those guys because those are two guys that obviously have been intertwined or are intertwined with the bella twins john cena no longer is with nikki nikki's pregnant by somebody else congratulations to nikki bello and her baby Congratulations to Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella on their upcoming baby. They're they're both pregnant in the same time. I think it's a beautiful thing. God bless. But as far as pure professional wrestling standpoint is concerned, neither one of them deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. I don't like it. Like I said, there are those who have come before them or even since them or came up in the same time frame as them that deserve to be in the Hall of Fame that are not. I don't understand how that could possibly be the case. Um, I, I think that WWE puts far too much stock in this total total Bellas and total Divas brand that they have where they, you know, this show that they come out with and they want to put, you know, so much stock in that. We know that the Bella Twins were stars of that show, still stars of that show, and, you know, got the Bella, the total Bellas spinoff. Maybe that's part of it. You know, last night on SmackDown, you know, Naomi's coming down to the ring and you can see her stats. They always put, they always put the stats of the professional wrestlers on, you know, the SmackDown breakdown when they're coming down the aisle. And it says, you know, Naomi, two-time former SmackDown Women's Champion, uh, you know, former winner of the Women's Battle Royal WrestleMania and star of Total Divas. How star of Total Divas mean anything? It, it means nothing. And I feel like because the Bellas are stars of that show and got the, you know, got, got the stars, uh, stars of that show, and I hope I didn't misspeak. I know that I said Naomi was one of the stars of Total Divas. All right. And then the Bellas got the spinoff of Total Bellas. Mainstream stuff to me doesn't mean anything when it comes to um, professional wrestling. If, if, if you're putting the Bella Twins in for their contributions for that TV show, then put them in the celebrity wing. You know, they need to be with Bob Euchre. They need to be with Mr. T. They need to be with, you know, people like, people like that, you know, don't put them in the, put, put her, put her in the hall, put them in the hall of fame next to Pete Rose. If that's the case, you know, the WWE hall of fame next to Pete Rose in a celebrity wing. Don't put them in for being professional wrestlers. Cause I don't believe they deserve to be in the hall of fame, especially before other people. There are other people who deserve to be in the hall of fame. Like I mentioned, AJ Lee, like I mentioned, Victoria from the attitude era or from the ruthless aggression era, whatever you want to call it. Okay, there are people, Mickey James, I think, is a Hall of Fame talent. Now, I know technically she's still wrestling, but Mickey James is a Hall of Fame talent. And let's not act like you can't be still wrestling and be in the Hall of Fame. Okay, so that's my take on the Bella Twins. Take it, leave it, whatever. Make sure you comment. You can at me on Twitter. I don't care. Hub underscore wrestling, H-U-B-B underscore wrestling. We can debate it. We can talk about it. But the Bella Twins do not deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. I don't think the body of work is conducive to a Hall of Fame career. That's my opinion, and I'm sticking to it. Uh, Speaking of wrestlers, though, who are still wrestling but already in the Hall of Fame, 
Ladies and gentlemen, as of a couple of days ago at Super Showdown, Goldberg is the new Universal Champion. I I I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand what Vince McMahon and the powers that be over there are thinking. Um, I'm all for surprise title changes. I'm all for surprises that make the fans like finally feel like they don't know exactly what's coming. But this is all a ploy. This is all a ploy to get Roman Reigns the title. We've known Roman Reigns is going to get the title, and now. Because Goldberg is obviously going to be a part-timer and obviously going to leave the company again after WrestleMania. Now we are assured that Roman Reigns is going to win the title. And it's the most ridiculous, hot garbage I've ever seen. So you have The Fiend, right? You have The Fiend, who's been around for months and months and months, okay? You built up this character. It's almost unbeatable. Go back to Hell in a Cell, that ridiculous match he had with Seth Rollins. With Seth Rollins beat him with everything. But the kitchen sink, hit him in the head with a sledgehammer. He still doesn't lose, still doesn't get beat. But somehow, four spears and a poorly done jackhammer defeats The Fiend. And now Goldberg is the universal champion. And The Fiend, all the work you've done to build up The Fiend. Okay, now The Fiend is, has been defeated now. When The Fiend's been undefeated this entire time, now The Fiend's defeated. You've knocked him off his perch. He's no longer Universal Champion. And now Goldberg's going to go into WrestleMania to face Roman Reigns. By the way, a lot of us thought that Roman Reigns would win the Elimination Chamber to get a shot at the title. Turns out that's not the case at all. They just give him the match. So now you don't have to earn WrestleMania matches now, right, Vince? Now you have to you don't have to earn WrestleMania matches powers that be of WWE. Now all we have to do is have Goldberg win a match against the Fiend, ridiculous number one. Then we have to have Roman Reigns come out and say, I'm next, ridiculous number two. And automatically, mysteriously, out of nowhere, now Roman Reigns. <laughs> now Roman Reigns is the number one contender. Doesn't even have to win the Elimination Chamber. We all know. From the time the Elimination Chamber has come around, back when it was a No Way Out pay-per-view, now it's the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view, that when you don't win the Royal Rumble, your last chance to get to WrestleMania is to win the Elimination Chamber. But now, we just circumvent that. We don't have to worry about that now. Now, Roman Reigns, I guess by beating Baron Corbin, or by, you know, whatever the case may be, by beating Baron Corbin or this rivalry with Baron Corbin, now all of a sudden, he just walks down the aisle and accepts... You know, when Goldberg says, who's next? And now Roman Reigns is the number one contender for Wrestle-freaking-mania. It's the most ridiculous crap I've ever seen. It's horrible storytelling. It's lazy, okay? It's nothing but a plot to get more people to buy the product. Everybody watches WrestleMania. Casual wrestling fans watch WrestleMania. It's the Super Bowl of wrestling. You don't have to fish for these gimmick, garbage, crappy finishes to get people to watch us. Okay, Goldberg and Roman Reigns would have been a massive main event when Goldberg was in WCW, but then that would have meant that Roman Reigns was probably 10 years old. So now that Roman Reigns is a grown man, now you have Bill Goldberg in his 50s. So it, it, it doesn't work. I don't like it. I think it's, like I said, I think it's lazy. I think it's extremely lazy, and I'm very disappointed, and I don't understand the logic behind it at all. Um, the Fiend, you've been building him up, building him up for months and months and months. 
He had his pay-per-view debut, pay-per-view debut, re-debut last summer against Finn Balor. He destroys Finn Balor. He beat Seth Rollins for the title in Saudi Arabia last year. He's ran through Daniel Bryan. He's ran through many people. And now you're telling me that Goldberg, Bill Goldberg, is the new Universal Champion going into WrestleMania? I, 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 don't, I don't understand it. And it really, a lot of fans are upset about it. And I don't blame them at all because it's, it's a bullcrap. I like to keep the language clean here, y'all. The, it's a, it's a bullcrap way to go. And we all knew Roman Reigns was going to go to WrestleMania. The rumors have been out there for months. But now Roman didn't even have to win his way. Didn't even have to win his way to WrestleMania. Or if he did win his way to WrestleMania, I guess that's uh, he de facto won his way to WrestleMania by beating King Corbin. I, I, I don't understand that. Now, now Elimination Chamber doesn't mean anything. Now you're wiping out the importance of Elimination Chamber. We know Becky Lynch's challenge is going to come from the Elimination Chamber. We all know Shayna Baszler is going to end up facing um, Becky Lynch at WrestleMania, but at least ba- ba- uh, at least she's going to have to go through. You know, we know that Shayna Baszler is going to face Becky Lynch at WrestleMania, but at least Shayna Baszler has to go through the Elimination Chamber to get there. Roman Reigns doesn't even have to go through the Elimination Chamber to get there. I, I, don't, I don't understand it. it. It makes no sense to me. And 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 I and I'm trying to figure out why because Roman Reigns won a steel cage match against Baron Corbin that all of a sudden that means now he's the number one contender. I, I like I said, bad decision making all around. Goldberg's a universal champion, so for the next month Goldberg's going to be walking around with that belt, setting the stage for Roman Reigns. Now I will give you my theory. I will give you my theory. Um, I'm not happy about how the Fiend got beat. Right. So, I there's this natural animosity now towards Goldberg because Goldberg beat the Fiend. Obviously, anybody who's educated in this business knows that there's powers that be that make those decisions. It's not it's not Bill Goldberg's decision that he beat the Fiend at Super Showdown, but this natural animosity towards Goldberg is going to come, as you can tell, as he was being booed out of the building last night on SmackDown. And my logic is that maybe they did that because The Fiend is so hot on fire when it comes to, like, being loved by the fans. Even though he's a heel, he's an anti-hero because he's, his character's so cool. You know, he gets these hot reactions every time he gets goes out to the arena. Maybe the reason why they took the title off The Fiend and put it on Goldberg is because they knew the fans wouldn't like that. So now they'll cheer for Roman Reigns against Goldberg. That's the only thing I could think of because I'll tell you something right now. If you had had The Fiend versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, Roman Reigns would have gotten booed out of the building, and rightfully so. I think Roman Reigns is a tremendous athlete. I think Roman Reigns is a very good character. But I think Roman Reigns has been a victim of Vince McMahon doing what Vince McMahon does, which is forcing people... Uh, forcing certain characters down our throats to say, hey, you're going to like this guy, this is the guy, this is the guy, this is the guy, which is the reason why Roman Reigns gets the reactions he does. So I guess the logic is, hey, let's put the belt on Goldberg. The fans won't like the fact that The Fiend got beat. So now Goldberg's going to WrestleMania. They'll boo Goldberg and they'll chill Roman Reigns just because they don't like Goldberg being the champion. That's the only logic. Still doesn't make it right. I still don't like it. But it is what it is. So that's my take on that. Bella Twins do not deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Goldberg does not be, deserve to be the Universal Champion. Roman Reigns doesn't even have to win the Elimination Chamber to become the number one contender for what will probably be the main event of the show. 
it's 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 sad. It's sad. And speaking of sad, don't know if you guys noticed, but the opening theme rights do not belong to me for this music. Just want to make sure rights belong to WWE for this music. <laughs> but the opening theme for this particular episode was the Bianca Belair theme. Let me tell you something about Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair is good looking. Not no disrespect. No, she's a married woman, but I'm gonna go all the way down the line. Good looking, talented, uh, has a tremendous move set, is very charismatic. The crowd loves her. Uh, her entrance is awesome. Her in-ring, like I said, move set is awesome. She has a presence. She has training. She is an athletic beyond all realm of understanding. She is the total package as it pertains to professional wrestling and the woman of 2020 wrestling in WWE or Ring of Honor or AEW or any other company around the world, New Japan. I believe that Bianca Belair is one of the best female competitors in the world today. You had something going with Rhea Ripley. Now, I like Rhea Ripley, okay? Don't like her as much as I like Bianca Belair, but I like Rhea Ripley. She's also good-looking, charismatic, athletic. Okay, Charlotte won the Royal Rumble. Very cool, WWE. Very cool powers that be in WWE that you're having Charlotte elevate the NXT Women's Championship by, and, and there's no doubt she is elevating it. She is Charlotte Flair. She is a Hall of, she's a Hall of Future Hall of Famer, no question about that. Unlike the Bellas, but I digress. Charlotte Flair going to NXT to challenge Rhea Ripley makes a lot of sense as it relates to continuing to build up NXT as no longer a developmental territory, but a third brand. I like it, okay? But number one, I hope Charlotte doesn't win because that would just diminish the title as it pertains to the NXT brand. It would diminish Rhea Ripley. But why is Bianca Belair getting beat by Charlotte Flair in her own backyard after she challenged Charlotte, after Charlotte jumped her at Royal Rumble? Or should me, I shouldn't say after they didn't jump at Royal Rumble, when they fought and had a great back and forth at Royal Rumble, and then they had their issues in Portland at NXT, whatever the case may be. And then Bianca Belair calls her out just for Charlotte to show up the next week and beat her and then hit her with a chair and bust up her knee. I hope that WWE is not this stupid. I hope that they see the crowd reaction and realize that Bianca Belair, a true superstar in the making, should be added to this WrestleMania match. Bianca Belair proved herself at the Royal Rumble. She did an excellent job. Bianca Belair wrestled a great match against Charlotte, but then got squashed in the end. Or well, some people like me to use the word buried, not squashed. But either way, it was poorly done, poorly timed, poor decision, the whole nine yards, okay? And Rhea Ripley, you know, Rhea Ripley may be the chosen one for now, but you have to listen to the fans. Bianca Belair is the bigger star. The bigger budding superstar. And you talk about the past meeting the future or the present meeting the future. You have to add Bianca Belair to that match. And Bianca Belair should win that match at WrestleMania. I have never been a big person to say, I want triple threat matches, fatal four-way matches at WrestleMania. I'm not a fan. I believe titles should be defended in one-on-one -on -one matches. But in this case, 
In this case, Bianca Belair deserves to be added in a triple threat match because I believe Rhea Ripley deserves to be there as well. But I think it should be Charlotte Flair versus Bianca Belair versus Rhea Ripley for the NXT Women's Championship. And damn it, I believe that... Matter of fact, I take that back. I know. You know why? Because I have a brain, WWE. I know that Bianca Belair should win that match. Bianca Belair should walk out of WrestleMania as an NXT Women's Champion after many, many times challenging and losing. She deserves her signature win, and she deserves it on the grandest stage of them all. I'm going to wrap this show up. I'm, I'm not going to be with you guys too long today because I've made my point. But let's let's just wrap it up by having a little common sense conversation, okay? Like y'all, y'all are my family, man. We talk all the time. You hit me up on Twitter. I hit you back on Twitter. You're listening to the number one up-and-coming professional wrestling podcast in the world today, HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com. We're the best in professional wrestling, combat sports, and the whole nine yards. We're going to talk real right now. The Bella Twins don't deserve to be in the damn Hall of Fame. Goldberg doesn't deserve to be the Universal Champion. Roman Reigns doesn't deserve to challenge for the Universal Championship. And Bianca Belair should stop being disrespected by loss after loss after loss in big-time matches when the crowd reactions for her are through the roof. Hey, Vince. Hey, WWE. Stop lying to the people. Stop saying you care about the fans. Stop saying you care about the reaction. Stop saying you care about the fact that virtually there's no, no crowd reaction in any of your arenas for Raw and SmackDown. Music hits, people stay their butts in their seats because they're not inspired anymore. They're not inspired. The reason why NXT is such a cool brand, I'll give you credit for that, Triple H, Vince, whoever it is. I'll give you credit for NXT being an awesome brand. Now, the reason why NXT is awesome is because it's, it shows what the future can be. But if you're going to implement the present or the past into the future by having Charlotte Flair go down there and beat one of your best female stars in the company, then how's that doing any good for you? How's that doing any good for us? The whole premise of the whole storyline of Bianca Belair saying, hey, you don't go here, Charlotte, is to say that's her home. That is her house, NXT. And you let Charlotte come back to Bianca's house and beat Bianca in her own backyard after Bianca had such a wonderful showing at the Royal Rumble? After barely losing to Rhea Ripley at NXT Portland, the TakeOver event? Which, by the way, she should have won, in my opinion. How about we stop doing stupid things? How about we stop sitting up here and, and thinking uh, with such closed, pea-brained ideas? How about we take more consideration about what the fans want and how people like me, who are in my 30s, who remember the Attitude Era, and how wonderful it was. Who remember the Ruthless Aggression era. Not as endearingly as I remember the Attitude era. But it was still a good era. And remember the excitement that there was. Look at your crowd reaction. Look at your WWE Network subscriptions going down every single month. Look at your competitors. Yeah, that's right. Competitors. Ring of Honor. New Japan Pro Wrestling. In my opinion, the company with the best weekly television show in the industry right now, AEW. That's right. AEW has the best 
professional wrestling weekly episodic show in the world right now. May not say it by the numbers. Obviously, Raw's been around for 20 plus years. I'm not an idiot. I know WWE's the number one company in the world, but you better watch your back. You know why? Because at the end of the day, companies like AEW and ROH and New Japan Pro Wrestling and even Impact, who has a long, a long way to go, but even companies like that are giving us more of what we want than you. You are the WWE. How about you start acting like it and start doing the right thing? Why don't you stop wasting our time with matches like Ricochet versus Brock Lesnar when we know that Brock Lesnar, there's no chance in the world he would ever lose that match? Just to have Brock Lesnar on the show, you're going to have him fight Ricochet and beat the crap out of him for two minutes? Well, I'll tell you what, it's better two minutes than eight seconds, right, Kofi Kingston? Right man who is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer who WWE disrespected back in October. But like I said, go back into the archives and listen to me rant about that. The WWE's been making me sick. The WWE's been making me sick for the past year. And longer than that, actually. Longer than that. WrestleMania season's in full swing. I'm not excited about a damn thing because WWE doesn't give the people what they want. And who am I? It's just one man's opinion, one man's podcast. But you know what? I promise you, I represent a lot more people than you think, WWE. And I'm talking to you right now, hoping and believing that you're listening to this show right now and getting your crap together and realizing that you guys are messing up. You guys are not just messing up for us and messing up for the new generation. You're messing up for those who have come before, who remember how good your product was in years gone by, who remember the way the WWE was the standard bearer in, w in professional wrestling. The reason why people like me chose WWE over WCW back in the day, even though WCW was a very, very good show. But you know what? I find myself more and more looking forward to AEW shows, like the pay-per-view coming on tonight. Revolution. I'm finding myself more and more excited about things like that than watching SmackDown, watching Raw. You can't think, WWE, that just because you're the WWE and just because you've been the standard bearer for all these years that you could just throw out anything, any kind of content, and it's going to be all good. It's not all good. The fans deserve better. Wrestling journalists deserve better. We deserve to have a product that we could be excited about each and every week. We deserve to watch wrestling like we did back in the day where we were excited to watch and it was must-see TV. I'll tell you something, WWE. WWE, to me, is not must-see TV anymore. It's not, especially not on Monday nights. There was a time Monday Night Raw was must-see television. I would never miss a Monday Night Raw. I'm in my 30s. When I was in my teens, I would watch Monday Night Raw. And I'll tell you something. It was must-see television. I, would I wouldn't even record it. I would make sure I saw it live because you never wanted to miss anything. Now, sometimes I miss the show. I watch it later on DVR because it's not what I want to see. It's not a product. I report on it because it's my job now. But it's not something that I get excited about. It's not something I get fired up about. And I'm a passionate professional wrestling fan i love ring of honor i love new japan pro wrestling and i'm learning to love aew like i said revolution coming on pay-per-view tonight but wwe other than nxt which i think nxt is a tremendous product other than nxt wwe has been terrible and you need to fix it and you need to fix it now so with that being said, this has been yet another edition of the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Podcast. I want to thank each and every person for listening, however you may be listening. Shout out to you. Shout out to Everything Pro Wrestling's Conrad, my good friend and brother. Shout out to Steve of the Wrestling Ramble. Appreciate you, my brother. We're going to keep this wrestling community going. Shout out to my coworker and friend of many years, Amelia. I know you're listening. I know you love the show. Thanks for the support, my friend. 
Shout out to my very good friend, Nicole Allen, who's putting out some tremendously awesome children's books. She's going to be a mega successful children's book author. You mark my words. Her brand, her stories, her characters are amazing. For all the people out there, those of us who are parents, make sure you check out the, uh, excuse me, Nicole Allen and her children's book uh, empire that she's building right now. Make sure you check that out. Obviously, a big shout out to my brother and friend, Alex Bonamarte of Hoscrea.com. Thank you for your support. Shout out to the staff at Fight TV, man. Joel, Ivan, all you guys, I appreciate you guys at Fight TV for the continued support. And we're going to keep this train moving. So with that being said, watch Revolution. Enjoy the show. Watch WrestleMania. I'm not saying I'm not going to watch. I'm not saying I don't still love WWE. I just don't love WWE right now. But I do love NXT. And NXT is obviously part of WWE. So there is some potential there. There is some hope. But I just hope that the WWE gets it together. Because the Bella Twins, we can debate back and forth whether they deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. But there is no debate about Bianca Belair being a big star and should not have lost that match to Charlotte Flair. There is no debate about Goldberg being Universal Champion and that being a bad idea, even though I have a lot of respect for Goldberg. But there's no argument with the fact that Roman Reigns is being forced down our throats. Once again, it needs to stop. It needs to change. And I hope it does. So once again, on behalf of... My team, on behalf of everybody out there who loves professional wrestling like, like I do, on behalf of all the wrestling journalists out there, I am the host, Sean Hubbard. I'm so proud that I founded this show. It's been over a year and a half, almost two years now this show's been in existence. I put this company together for y'all, man. I love this industry. I love it with every fiber of my being, and I pray that the good Lord uh, continues to allow me to have the strength to do so. I'm working a very strenuous daytime job that turns into a nighttime job. I record many of my shows at 2, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, but I want to make sure that I keep bringing you the very best in professional wrestling, combat sports, and the whole nine yards. So with that being said, what a fight that was between Wilder and Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury dominated that man, but I do believe that Deontay Wilder will be back and he will regain his title. You heard it here first. Um, Deontay Wilder has exercised his rematch clause the fight will happen. Uh, Wilder Fury 3 will take place sometime in the summer. And Hubbard Wrestling Weekly will be in the building to cover all that tremendous action. But for right now, Tyson Fury, new heavyweight champion of the world. Uh, the winner of Fury and Wilder 3 in the summer will probably go on to face Anthony Joshua for the Undisputed Belt. Heavyweight boxing is back, and I love it. Okay, so we're out of here. Yo, everybody, God bless. Be encouraged. Keep watching wrestling, keep watching boxing, keep watching UFC and Bellator and all the MMA out there. Combat Sports is on fire right now. We're going to keep the momentum going right here on the number one up-and-coming professional wrestling podcast and Combat Sports podcast in the world. This is the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Podcast. We'll holler at you next time. Peace. You have been listening to the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Podcast which is an original production of HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com. Hubbard Wrestling Weekly is an independently owned company. The opinions and ideas of its host and studio guest are theirs and theirs alone, as Hubbard Wrestling Weekly is not associated with any professional wrestling, mixed martial arts, or boxing organization. Hubbard Wrestling Weekly the very best in professional wrestling and combat sports.